I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. Orgasms are learned skills. There's 20 kinds of orgasms that the male and female body both can have. There's three categories of orgasms. There's locations to touch, techniques to use, and objects of desire. It's called the V-Fit Gold, and it's an intravaginal device that uses red light therapy, photobiomodulation inside the vagina. Wow. And it also has warmth and it has vibration. It's an FDA class two device. You can send them a swab of your vagina and they'll tell you what your lead bacterias are. Not everyone is Susan Bratton. She's an authority in sexual biohacking, natural solutions to boosting libido, and non-invasive treatments that improve sexual vitality for both men and women. Susan Bratton is the kind of expert that is a little unique for this podcast, but hey, we're all adults here. We can have grown-up conversations about intimacy and sensuality and eroticism. This is a truly unique episode with one of the leading experts in all things sex, all things sexual biohacking. In this podcast, we go through so many amazing things. We talk about sexual biohacking secrets. We talk about the vaginal microbiome, the prostate microbiome. We talk about libido, desire, arousal. We talk about PRP, penis pumping, shockwave therapy, and so much more. This episode is packed. It's a little different than episodes that I typically do, but I think you're gonna really, really enjoy everything that Susan has to share. You can find her a lot of places, betterlover.com, personallifemedia.com, sexlifebucketlist.com, just tons and tons of resources. I know you're going to love it. As always, follow me on Instagram at McCormick. Drop me a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this right now. Write me a review. I really appreciate it. It really helps the algorithms. And as always, thank you for continuing to show up and learn these tips and techniques. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Susan Bratton. And I'm here with Susan Bratton, intimacy expert to millions. Susan, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. And she's already teasing you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Myself getting blushy and I know. We're going to talk about section. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. You know, I think let's let's start off with with I think the convergence uh, you know, of of biohacking and sex. What yeah. can you tell us about biohacks for sex? Yeah. Well, sexual biohacking is kind of one of my hashtags. Um, and another one is hashtag self-care down there. <laughs> um, and mostly that's because I, uh, for the last 20 years, I've been, I, I have two companies. I have a publishing company where I publish passionate lovemaking techniques. I basically teach people how to transform having sex into making love. I like to say I transform friction into connection. Hmm. And then I have another company that is a sexual vitality supplement company. So um, one of the interesting things is that I kind of live in this intersection between libido, desire, and arousal. And I like people to have a distinction about those things because libido is the body-based part of your sexual drive. And when you feel like crap and your microbiome is off and you don't get enough sleep and you have low muscle tone and you eat crap food, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you have low libido. <laughs> what a surprise. Mm -hmm. And then there's the notion of desire and desire is more the emotional body. That is, how do I feel about myself? Do I feel desirable? 
do I desire you or do you freaking piss me off? You know, like, I don't want to have sex with you if I'm pissed at you. You know, like this, there, that, that's whole like emotional dynamic. And then arousal is where you kind of get into some juicy stuff, which is a sweet spot for me where it's about how our bodies get turned on and feel pleasure and the vast difference between the XY homo sapien with a penis and testosterone dominance and an XX homo sapien with a vulva and estrogen dominance and that in there is the rub if you will it's where shit goes crazy and um so i'd really like to kind of demystify that piece of it and what i also find that people need a lot of help with is this notion of oh well i'm in midlife now so i guess my sex life is over like the mindset crazy mindset ageist stuff with the actual fact that we are once we hit about 40 beginning to atrophy age, wrinkle, dissect, uh, not dissect, uh, desiccate, um, shrink, and all our parts start to shrink, including our genitals. Women have loss of lubrication. Uh, men and women both have sensation loss. It's harder to climax. Um, women have incontinence. Men start to have prostate and nighttime urinary problems. Men start to become a little bendy, a little noodle, they got a little noodle issue. Um, and, and there are so many regenerative treatments, super simple stuff, super cheap stuff, all the way up to luxury items that people can use to basically reverse the clock on aging so that the fact that they're, they get better at sex, the older they get and the more they do it coincides with the fact that their genitals are still working like they were 30 instead of 60 when they do these sexual biohacking treatments. Mm. So there's a rich mine, a field to mine in this area of anatomy, blood flow, PRP, penis pumping, penis enlargement, acoustic waves, O shots, P shots, you know, that whole world with an understanding about how our anatomies work and how we can maximize pleasure to have the 20 different orga kinds of orgasms our bodies can have. Mm. So when you talk about optimization, there's a ton of optimization that's available in our sex lives that most people are just kind of blind to until they talk to somebody like me and they're like, whoa, shit, I didn't know I could do all that or learn all that and I'm interested or yeah. I'm not interested and I'm just going to give up my sex life because I'm not the person who cares. There's a, there's so much in there. What a great place to I start. We, you're, you, you, you're flowing here. This is so cool. Cause, <laughs> cause we've, we've talked now, you said PRP, you've said uh, acoustic wave, you said yep. uh, microbiome, uh, nitric oxide. There's so, there's so many things, right? There's, there's so many things that we can turn to. Let's maybe, let's maybe parse this out a little bit. Yeah. And um, I want to I want to go wide in some areas, and I want to go really narrow in some some other specific areas. Let's start with the microbiome because okay. we know we you know we in this in this podcast we've covered that we are a holobiont, right? We are all of these different systems. Yeah. We are more uh, we are more germs than we are you know human. <laughs> There's more germs than there is humanness in us. What are some of the when you talk about microbiomes? Yeah. Can you sort of unpack the different types of microbiomes for men and for women? You know, gut, vaginal, 
I mean, is there a is there a penile microbiome? Maybe maybe prostate. let's start start there. Yeah, yeah unpack that prostate for us. microbiome for sure, because the prostate's a gland and a muscle, and uh, it it has its own biome for sure. Um, that's why nutrition is so important for prostate health, as is blood flow, exercise, getting blood flowing through there. Um, I'd say, and vaginal microbiome, urinary tract microbiomes, there's breast biomes. I mean, it's, yeah, they're all, they're all there and they're all interconnected as you so beautifully said. Um, and, and interestingly enough, you want to hear something really weird. Yeah. Lately, I have noticed this kind of meme and dis discussion point that I'm horrified by, which is that men are saying that women's odors are getting worse like that they don't smell good hmm. women are deathly afraid of this too like it, they're afraid of it you know and um i just have to think it's diet it's diet related it's it's all the SIBO and the CFO and I mean your vaginal microbiome is just simply an, a continuation a reflection of your gut biome and I think more and more women are off on their biomes and um, I think that that's a very very interesting and concerning perspective have you thought at all about whether or not the 5 million um, mRNA vaccinated uh, or that maybe that might be affecting because we we know that we know that vaccines generally affect the microbiome the same way the antibiotics do. Do you think have you thought much about maybe that that's part of it? One of the things I'm very aware of is that so many women have reported menstrual disruption right from their vaccinations including myself. I had my period for three months after my first vaccination. By the way, I'm 61 and I still menstruate because I take bioidentical hormones and I want to have a period because I have this stupid little phrase, which is if she ain't bleeding, she's receding. Like mm. basically we have an expiration date on our bodies. And if we're not able to procreate, our bodies just start breaking down into the planned obsolescence of our species. And uh, I'm fighting that with all I can, including continuing to menstruate. So I had a period for three months after my first vaccination, but wow. I was also a, a very early long haul COVID sufferer. I thought long and hard about my second vaccination after that experience. And I thought, I never want to go through that level of illness again. I mean, I had meningeal swelling. I had to do 70 hours of hyperbaric uh, therapy to recover from the brain swelling that I had. Um, it took me over a year and a half to get back on my feet and out of bed. Um, took me over a year to get really stable and solid and building my muscle again. So um, I, I've taken subsequent vaccinations because I think that it lessens the severity. I've also taken monoclonal antibody antibodies when I've gotten a COVID infection. I've also taken Paxlovid, which helped a lot. So I think we are in new territory. It's an individual decision. I have no expertise in impact of vaccination on microbiome, but I certainly am constantly working on my microbiome um, because I had a gluten intolerance diagnosed at 50 hmm. that I've spent the last decade trying to 
heal my gut from. So um, I think we are delicate systems and different things affect different people and you have to do the best you can do with what's available in short terms and pandemics and it's individual choices and we're all just trying to literally survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Everybody's got to make make the best decision for them based on informed consent and, and you know, everybody's got to do what they feel is, is right. So I want to go back a little bit because I want to unpack yeah. the sort of aroma a little bit. Um, yeah. So saying that there's a that there's an aroma that's either different or not good. Or, or not an good unpleasant right? vaginal aroma emanating from many women. But and I don't like to I don't like to spread these things, but I've been hearing it a lot from various people. Mm -hmm. And women come to me and they say, I don't my doctor says I don't have any kind of, you know, they've tested me. There's no bacterial vaginosis. I don't, I test, I test negative for everything, but I don't like the way I smell. And so one of the things that I've been recommending to women is um, a device called the, I don't have it here because I actually, I used it this morning. Um, it's called the V-Fit Gold. And it's an intravaginal device that uses red light therapy, photobiomodulation inside the vagina. Wow. And it also has warmth and it has vibration. It's an FDA class two device. And um, I personally use it because as you age as a woman, one of the very first things that happens is the vaginal tissue thins because your estrogen drops, even when you're taking bio bioidentical hormone replacement. There's nothing like your own endogenous youthful estrogen, right? You can bioidentical your way to your period at 60, but... Your tissue still thins because there's a lot of factors, collagenation, hyaluronics, you know, mitochondrial repair, et cetera. And um, this VFIT Gold, which I, I have a special link if you don't mind me giving it, because I speak about it so much that they created a special page for me and, and put a kit with wipes and the photon gel all together just because I talk sure. about it. I'm a big, a big champion of them. It's, yeah. it's at joylux.com slash Susan. It's a nice special little bonus kit. And basically you, you insert this device for, for 10 minutes a day and the red light therapy, women have been reporting to me that their odor is gone. The undiagnosed thing they could never figure out is gone now because they started having using this red light therapy. And I talked to the company about it. That's a woman owned company. I talked to them all the time and they said, it's probably some glycogen remodeling from the mitochondrial genesis of the photobiomodulation. Hmm. And we've heard a lot of reports about that too. Now they have to be very careful what they say because they're an FDA class two device. They cannot make claims like it will make you smell good again. They can't do that. They market it as a, an incontinence device because hmm. what happens as women age and the pelvic floor drops, we start to leak. There's two kinds of peeing we women do. One is called urge incontinence. The other is stress. Urge is... You think that you have to take a whiz and man, you can barely make it to the bathroom. Like as soon as you think it, the pee wants to come out. And then the stress incontinence is the snapping, the, the sneezing, the laughing, the running, the jumping trampolines are off, you know, <laughs> off the plate. And so women are constantly trying to shore up that pelvic bowl and reverse that, those, those issues that they get. But the other thing I like about the V-Fit is that the warmth is recollagenating the tissue. 
And the vibration is helping with the Kegel toning and the musculature toning. You need all of these things. It also helps bring blood flow into the vaginal mucosa because the vagina is not a gland like the prostate. It doesn't self-wet. The way it wets is that blood plasma, when you get aroused, this is why arousal is so interesting. You get aroused and blood plasma sleeps, seeps into your pelvic bowl. It starts to arouse all the erectile tissue. And then that allows the plasma to seep through the vaginal walls and wet it and lubricate us and make us wet again, mm. make, make us wet when we get turned on. And so nitric oxide supplementation is also very very helpful for men and women of course for men because they need the boost of the nitric oxide for the for the vascularization to and the hemodynamics the blood flow to fill up the big chambers of their penis to lock it off to keep it firm and most commonly men get what's called venous leak where the epithelium uh layers of their vascular system in their penis start to get brittle they get plaque they get calcified they get brittle they don't have this movement and they can't block off and hold the blood in. And so they can't keep a firm mm. erection. That's the thing men struggle the most with. The second thing men struggle with is sensation loss. Women have sensation loss with atrophy and aging. And so topping up nitric oxide systems really helps get the blood flowing to the pelvic bowl during arousal so that men can get an erection. Women can get an erection. A woman's erection is as important as a man's erection. Pound for pound, inch for inch, we have the same amount of erectile tissue in our vulva as our male-bodied partners do in their penis. And if you look at a penis, like if you think about it as a banana, 50-60% of it sticks out from the abdomen. There's almost an equal amount of erectile tissue that goes in and down toward the testicles. It's the buried shaft, I like to call it. And if you think about how much tissue that is, that's a big banana. Now you think about that, for a woman, that's actually inside her vulva. There's the clitoral structure, the urethral structure, mistakenly called a G-spot. It's a long tube. And then underneath the vaginal opening is the perineal structure. So there's three bundles of erectile tissue in there. Mm. And that all needs blood flow. So the V-Fit device is a really good device, but also... For men and women, these acoustic wave technologies, the Gaines wave, the Femi wave, where it's applied from the outside in, these little shock waves go down and stimulate new tissue growth, which then starts a regenerative process because men's penises shrink as they age from atrophy. Women's vaginas shrink, which gives them laxity. Then he's got a littler dick than he used to have. She's got a more vacuous vagina than she used to have. And they can't get a grip for mm. orgasmic pleasure. And so you've got to keep that tissue really full of blood flow and volume. And PRP is like a cherry on top. Once you do this stimulation with the with the acoustic waves, the Femi wave and the Gaines wave and things like that, you can inject PRP into that erectile tissue, the platelet-rich plasma the, with the healing and growth factors that comes from your own blood. It's like organic regenerative medicine. Mm -hmm. You inject that in and that brings even more healing and growth factors to the micro damage you've done 
creating a lot of new tissue growth and reversing the atrophy, improving blood flow and vascularization, helping with lubrication, incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and intensity of orgasm. And so these, and then there's one last piece. Should I just finish it off since I yeah, keep going. Yeah. went down there? Yeah. Um, one last piece, which is the vacuum erection device. It can be used on women. It can be used on men. And I've literally helped thousands and thousands of men understand that a high quality penis pump, the brand I like is called the Whopper. A high quality penis pump can not only reverse atrophy, and, and works perfectly with Gainswave and PRP. It's a stack, it's a biohacking stack that's very synergistic. I wouldn't do any of them separately. Hmm. And if you're broke, start with the pump. If you've got money, add the Gainswave. If you've got plenty of money, add the PRP on top of that. That's how you do it. And for women, I like the combination of the Femi Wave and then the maintenance of the V-Fit along with that with an O-Shot which helps keep their clitoral structure plump and regenerates tissue in it. Those things are great. And for men, they can actually increase the size of their penis. Like whatever your penis is when you're about 20 years old, 24 years old, that's about as big as it's going to be. It might get slightly larger if you have a lot of sex in your 20s and 30s. But by the time, use it or lose it, right? But by the time you're in your 40s, you're starting to shrink. And by the time you're in your 50s, it's obvious you've lost penile volume and it just keeps going down. But if you use a pump, you can reverse the loss and you can increase the volume, both girth and length of the penis. And I have helped tons of guys with looking at their penis. They just send me a picture. I look at their penis or send me multiple pictures, look at their penis. And I say, okay, what, what would you do with my, what would you do with my penis? And it's like, well, the, the base of your shaft is very narrow compared to the center part of your shaft. And that's, the, you want to shore up the base of your penis. You want to have a nice, thick, girthy base. So you've got a solid foundation. And a lot of guys are super thin in the base, especially guys that have used constriction devices to hold and trap blood in if they're starting to get um, venous leaks and things like that. And so, or some guys, they have, you know, a nice thick shaft and a tiny little head and they want the head to kind of proportionally match. Some guys have a kink or a bend that they're trying to repair from rough sex or a sports damage. I mean, there's just all kinds of things out there. And pumps, pumps, the pump system with multiple size cylinders, head and larger, there's even a traction device. There's a red light sleeve now. Um, this pump, the Whopper system, it can remodel and enlarge up to 20% larger within 10 months to a year of wow. consistent use of increasing the blood carrying capacity and lightly stretching and pulling more blood than your penis has been carrying into the tissue. And then the tissue just starts to grow and regenerate mm. more and more tissue. So there's just incredible things we can do with our genitals. The Femi wave for women too, as women age, we, our outer labia become flaccid and they start to droop a little. Joan Rivers says <laughs> that she, she couldn't believe she looked down and she's like, I got bunny slippers between my legs. You know, she was so funny. She was such a funny comedian, but women don't want to have saggy boobs 
asses or genitals. And so the Femi wave is really good at plumping that up. And the pumps with the clitoral pump and the vulva pump, they can really pull blood into that tissue and give you an increased clitoral size. Your clitoral shaft can actually get larger with O-shots, with pumping, with testosterone cream applied to it. So you get a nice meaty clitoris, more surface area, sends more signals of pleasure to the brain, increases orgasmic intensity. So these are the kinds of things that are happening in sexual biohacking now that are working really, really well for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people hmm. who are like, yeah, I want my genital. I mean, at 60, I'm having the best 61. I'm having the best sex of my life, the best sex of my life, because I'm a better lover than I've ever been. And I've done all these regenerative treatments, which is like, I've got the vulva of a 30 year old. Hmm. It's just incredible. Wow. That is um, that is so fascinating. I mean, there, there, it, it's like, it's like so many other biohacking approaches, which is, you know, circulation is important, right? Like what are the lifestyle factors that you're, that you're doing that are either helping you or hurting you with your circulation? Like how's your blood flow? And if you are, you know, eating bad food, stressed out all the time, you know, smoking or, you know, you know, doing these things are going to cut down on circulation that has downstream effects everywhere with your sleep, with your, I mean, and, and now to, to, to talk so specifically about, about your genitals and how important that is. And then beyond that, there are, you know, treatments, devices, you know, I, I've, I've got, uh, um, I did an episode with uh, the guys from Phoenix and the yeah, Rocket the Phoenix Pump. Pro. That's like the baby gains wave. It's a very mm -hmm. lightweight at home acoustic wave device for a lot of guys who can't, they don't live near a gains wave facility. A Phoenix Pro is a good DIY tool. I kind of think the V Fit and the Phoenix Pro are very, very similar devices. I've sold thousands and thousands of those to my guys. And they're, I'm like, if you can't get to a gains wave, if you can't get to the big machines that really do a, you know, a, a professional level treatment, I mean, mm -hmm. hey, some women some women can afford to go to the hair salon to be blonde and other women do it out of a box kit at home whatever it is i want you to be blonde i want you to have a giant hot hard firm dick however we need to get there i'm all for all i'm here for all of it <laughs> yeah well, and so, and, and the, the testimonials are astounding you know 20 year old yeah. dudes and 80 year old dudes talking about how effective it is it is yeah wow so many things so many things um I want to stick with I want to stick a little bit with the uh, vaginal microbiome a little bit because yeah. I I think it's I think I'll it's really interesting tricks. yeah well and I want to go back and, and unpack this this idea about about aroma right like it yeah. it's it's totally natural to have a slightly sort of pungent smell come from there no it's not right no it's not no smell fact, at all it, you really shouldn't have any odor it should just smell fresh. Fresh. Fresh like what? what? Like. Fresh like what? Today's episode is brought to you by BioPro Plus. I love this stuff. It has made a major change in my life, in my metabolism, in my mood, in my ability to put on lean muscle mass and feel as powerful as I want to feel. BioPro Plus is the faster, easier, and safer non-synthetic alternative to painful, expensive, and invasive anti-aging and hormone treatments. Before you do TRT, before you start taking a bunch of herbs that may not make you feel the way that you want to feel, you should try this. 
you can go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. You know, you know that a sponsor is a hit when people who have purchased it reach out to me and say, holy cow, Sean, I try this and it's amazing. It's blowing my mind. It makes me better at everything that I do. I love having sponsors like this that really make a difference in people's lives. And this product is, it's absolutely incredible. It's growth factors and amino acids that will help you improve your hormones, become better at everything that you want to do. So go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. Fresh like, like a person smells good. Like um, skin on your shoulder or something? Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. It should not have any kind of funk, any, any down note, any sour note, any off note, any, mm. any, any, anything like that. Any, what, anything. What does that um, signify if, if there is, if there is a smell, is that an imbalance or in, in the off. vaginal microbiome? Yeah. Microbiome's off. And what Definitely. can women do to, to help that? Uh, stop eating uh, sugar processed food, white flour, drinking tons of alcohol, uh, eating foods that are uh, full of chemicals and quote unquote natural flavors. I mean, eating as, as whole to the earth as you can, eating natural foods, well prepared in your home. No, no broken oils, just high quality fats. And then, um, you know, there's an interesting thing too. I want to talk about douching. Yeah. <laughs> I love I the word douche because I in, swear to God, go ahead, Sean, go ahead. It's it's in my notes, douching question mark. Like, yeah. I mean, literally I, I grew up calling everybody a douche or a yeah. douchebag, you know? So yeah. like, here I am now all grown up kind of, and I'm, <laughs> I have to actually talk about actual douching, but um, there's, there's a difference between like when people say douching, what they're, what they're, when, when people say it's bad to douche, what, what they're saying is it's bad to go to a drugstore and buy a bottle of crap and that has some unnatural chemicals and fragrances and squeeze that into your vagina. It is totally reasonable to do what a douche really is, which is to rinse the vaginal canal a bit. A lot of doctors will say, your, va your vagina is self-cleaning. You should never touch it. It's but you know, women wear tampons. We have menstruation. Sometimes things get a little off. Uh, you know, penises and toys go in us. Fingers go in us. I mean, there are some reasons that you would want to irrigate the canal. And when you irrigate the canal, you can irrigate the canal with a squeeze bottle with a nozzle on it and water. You hmm. can just rinse your vagina. If you have a bidet, you can use a bidet. You don't need to use any soaps, anything with fragrances, anything with chemicals. And if you feel a little bit off, here's my advice. I am not a doctor. I am just an old lady with a beautiful vagina <laughs> as, <laughs> that smells deliciously perfect. And what I do is, and, and, and it can get off like, oh God, around Christmas, I eat three C's candies and candida will flare, you know, or I go out with my friends and they're heavy drinkers. And I have a bunch of drinks that I normally don't have. And, you know, it's, you get, you go off. And, um, what I do is I take a little bit of nascent iodine, just a few drops in that irrigator bottle. Mm. And that kind of kills 
bacteria. It can kill the good and the bad bacteria, but it's, it's kind of washing everything out. And then I take a Garden of Life women's raw probiotic. I open the capsule, I pour the probiotic into my hand, I take a little Kathy's Healing Lotion, which is 100% natural ingredients. You could also use organic avocado oil, organic, organic sweet almond oil, anything that's just... I always say, if you wouldn't put it in your mouth, don't put it in your vagina. It's the same thing. You're yeah. going to get toxins in no matter what. This is why I don't like FDA Class 2 lubes you buy at stores, which is why I recommend people use organic nut oils, refined nut oils as lube, because you just wipe it off and you can go down on, then you can do it, and you can have oral, you can have intercourse, you can go back and forth. It's just natural. It's like eating, mm. it's like eating something you could make salad dressing with. Mm. But you put this capsule, a little bit of a healthy oil or something, but not coconut, because coconut's an antibacterial, which is why I don't like it for lube, because you don't, you don't want to mess up the microbiome more with an antibacterial oil so organic sweet almond organic avocado you schmuzzle the 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 probiotics in your hand make a little paste and then you just insert it as high up in your vagina as you can you kind of paint the inside of your vagina with that and then there are these wonderful boron suppositories that are all natural that also work really well at stabilizing the microbiome and just that a couple of days in a row with a couple of rinses can often reverse those kind of early onset dysbioses that do crop up. Hmm. And many, many women have told me that that's just been a real, a real help for them. Now, there are women who have problems and they need to go to the doctor and they need to have a culture and they need to figure out what it is and they might need to use something stronger and they might need to get a pharmaceutical i'm not saying you should do that i'm not saying this is the solution for everything but what i am saying is that we have a microbiome that we can take care of without even taking oral pills we can actually put put the, put the probiotics right where they go wow. rebuild the, the vaginal flora the good vaginal flora interesting tidbit there's a company out there, I can't remember their name, you'll have to Google it, but that you can send them a swab of your vagina and they'll tell you what your lead bacterias are. Um, and that it kind of falls along um, racial lines that uh, Indian and Caucasian women have one type of a lactobilis as their dominant vaginal bacteria but uh asian women have a different one and african-american women have a different huh. one and latina women have a different one and of course it's all going to get smudged up because everybody's having sex with everybody i don't know how long all that's going to last but when we're born we get our vaginal flora from our mother and we have a dominant one and it's good to know what yours is and you can actually get tested for it. Wow. I think in the future, there will be probiotics specific to your particular type of flora. And that's moving into personalized medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it makes, it makes sense to me, right? You know, I've done episodes on similar, you know, you can, you can do a stool test and understand which good bacteria, which bad bacteria you have, how, yeah, you, you know, what should bacteria. you do to get rid of it, what you should do to, to grow or, or support the, the good stuff. It just makes sense to me yeah. that the vagina has the same sort of, or the vulva perhaps has the, has a, 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 a the same sort of ecosystem. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Um, what about, uh, what about vaginal steaming? I have never done it. I don't know anything about it. 
people who do it seem to like it, but I'm not up on it. Okay. Thank you for not bullshitting me. Totally. <laughs> I know uh, so many things. I'm not embarrassed to not know something. That's good. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, as a, as a, as a podcast, as a male podcaster, I'm trying to think of questions that both men and, and of course women are interested in hearing I'll tell and you what they'd like to know. Tell, tell me what, let's, what is the, what is the first question? Someone, some, a woman wants to have a better sex life and have a healthier vagina. What, what's the first question that you usually get asked? How do I get, how do I improve my libido? Okay. That's what women want to know. What men want to know is how do I get her to want me for sex more? Mm. And that's because men are, men have some competitive sexual abilities. They're, they, they have some, some natural competitive advantages sexually. One is they're testosterone dominant and they're horny every day. They get a bath of testosterone once or twice a day if they're healthy and um, it makes them horny. They're biologically driven to masturbate every day or so three to five times a week is kind of the average for guys um, because they're biologically driven to want to keep their sperm, their, their sperm and their semen topped off and fresh so that when she finally does want to have sex, which you can never figure out when that's going to be, uh, she, he's ready. And he can pass his seed along and it's the nice fresh stuff. Um, he also has the benefits of hemodynamics. Uh, I talked about that banana and how all that erectile tissue that he has, we have the same in our vulva in these three erectile tissue systems, but they're kind of buried treasure. And he gets, he gets turned on really, really quickly. He get you know, like he thinks about sex and he gets an erection if he's healthy and he's ready to go. And so he's way ahead of us mm. as women. We are on a 28 day cycle, even after menopause, we run with the moon and we have a five day horny window. That's nine days after the start of our period, where we go into ovulation, where we're most likely to be horny, but we could have sex anytime. And what's happened is that as a society, we have been having sex way too fast. And by sex, I mean intercourse. We've been having intercourse way too fast because he's ready to go. And so we're all, we're chronically penetrated too early, mm. chronically. And, and because we're penetrated before we're ready, before our 20 to 30 minute arousal window. And that's an active arousal. I'm talking about hands on deck, mouth on deck, everything, vibrate, get it all the blood flowing, get that clit pop to an, or, an erection, get the vulva plumped up, get that va vagina dripping wet. You know, like it takes a while. It's a slow system. And so it never gets there. So then they have intercourse. She does it to kind of get it over with. She does it to be close to him. She doesn't have an orgasm from intercourse unless she's furiously rubbing her clitoris that's still flaccid. And then after a decade of that, you wonder why 
She doesn't want to have sex with him anymore. Felt good to him. You've heard the orgasm gap. Have you heard that? Dr. Lori Mintz, she did a TED talk called the orgasm gap. The gap between how easy it is for a guy to have an orgasm from intercourse and how difficult, if it even happens, it is for a woman. And one of my, God, my massive like platforms of what I really want people to understand is that orgasms are learned skills there's 20 kinds of orgasms that the male and female body both can have there's three categories of orgasms there's locations to touch techniques to use and objects of desire that generate orgasmic pleasure and the 20th one is wild card because i am always learning there's always new kinds of things that i i realize are out there mm. in my decades long study of human sexuality and helping people millions of people have hot sex and when a woman is penetrated too quickly she's not fully engorged she doesn't have a clitoral erection she has sex she doesn't come she thinks oh i guess i'm just not the kind of woman who can come from intercourse not, oh, me, I, maybe I should just learn how to do it. And then he thinks, oh, well, I guess she's not. And they keep having intercourse, but it's not satisfying for her. And so the more I can get people to understand that you've got to get all that blood flow and engorgement to happen. And then you want her to get to the point where her vagina is like grabbing your dick and pulling it in, mm. <laughs> you know, like get in here you know that's a turned on woman and then when she can learn and i teach this technique that i call orgasmic cross training which I, I i got the concept from one of my mentors i've been super lucky to have incredible mentors i am standing on the backs of giants the shoulders of giants and sherry winston gave me this notion of orgasmic cross training and i've brought it into the 21st century with this notion of using five different kinds of sex toys to learn how to orgasmically cross train so you become very facile at achieving orgasm from different types of stimulation mm. because what you're really doing is you're ultimately stimulating and engorging this tissue increasing the surface area which sends more signals it can feel more signals it gets more more input more input to the brain your largest sex organ so then you're getting you're you're going from a tiny little flaccid nothing you know no no guy wants to have sex with a flaccid penis why would a woman want to have sex with a flaccid vulva but we we're constantly doing it because I was, guys are like i got a heart on let's go i'm sticking it in right because they don't know any better so when she gets all this engorgement and sends massive amounts of pleasure signals to her brain and she cross trains with these five different types of tools she begins to be able to be massively responsive she has she awakens new neural pathways to pleasure in her brain such that by the time she gets to being penetrated and she doesn't have to do all five to get to penetration i'm not saying that i'm just saying in her solo practice during other love making sessions she expands her orgasmic potential over time because she suddenly realizes that it's learned skills and it was a limiting belief and a mindset issue and now she's like all right i'm gonna have all the gasms and suddenly there's no more orgasm gap she's crossed the gasm chasm she's closed the orgasm gap he's inside her she's coming the whole time and then he's learning male multiple orgasm techniques so he can have ejaculatory choice which means he's got as much stamina as he needs he can last as long as he wants or she wants him to 
And then she can, he can come when he's ready or she begs him to. She's having orgasms the whole time. He's having orgasms the whole time because his orgasm is not attached to his ejaculation. He just thinks it is another limiting belief. Orgasm and ejaculation are two entirely separate systems in the body. You can come and come and come and ejaculate when you want to. You mm. literally just learn to need how, learn, you need to learn how. One of the things I teach is a program called Multi-Orgasmic Lover for Men, which teaches something called the me breath, which is this gassing and breaking of your arousal in real time using a PC muscle squeeze, a breath work technique, and a pelvic rock for relaxation. The pelvic rock feels incredible to her, gives her even more orgasms. It's just like this, what, mm. you get on this, what I like to call an upward pleasure spiral. Once you kind of know where you're going, uh, I call myself an orgasmonaut. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I go to the far reaches of orgasmic potential. I have all the gasms and I come back and I'm like, you want to have that one? Here's how you do it. Hmm. This is this is literally what I do for a living is teach people how to come well. <laughs> and I do it not one-on-one. -on -one. I just do it through my books, my program. That's for, I give that away for free. Hmm. So I think this is like a big shift in the way we're thinking about things to slow down that sex isn't intercourse. Sex is everything. It's the kissing. It's the cock stroking. It's the breast and nipple play. It's the foot rubs. It's the sweet words it's the sensual talk it's the appreciation and encouragement it's the laughter it's the oral pleasuring for him for her the 69 simultaneous and intercourse it's mm. all orgasmic when you start coming really well what's your stance on pornography for men i feel like pornography preys on men it's a big media business whose job is to take advantage of that desire to ejaculate every day to keep that sperm topped off. A lot of men have massive dopamine issues. Life becomes dull and colorless. They spend a lot of time masturbating to porn. They don't have relationships with women in real life. I think that, I um, you know, Time Magazine had a, an article a couple of years ago where some researchers did random samples of thousands of clips of porn and 96% of it was degrading to women. So I think the modeling is there to get you off with more and more hardcore types of experiences, but it disconnects you from your heart. You got to connect your heart and your cock and porn does not do that. Porn is there to titillate you, to get to, to give you an ejaculation, to give you a, the release that you want. It has nothing to do with actual lovemaking, passionate lovemaking, heart-connected, conscious lovemaking, spiritual sexuality, the beautiful connection of lovers, the joy, the intimacy. The, it's, not, it's none of that. So do I understand that men like porn? Of course I do. Do I recommend it? I really don't. I think you can, you know, if you leave yourself to your fantasy, you have a much richer and more loving perspective on sex. And I think personally, women are getting kind of ruined by feeling like they have to act like porn stars instead of having the loving, passionate, beautiful, you know, like soul uplifting, sexy, sensual, erotic, deeply connected, highly intimate kind of loving. That is the type of sex I describe to people mm -hmm. and how to have it. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Vitality Pro. They're a brand new sponsor, and I have done a massive deep dive into this company and the products that they provide. You see, aging is inevitable, right? It's going to happen to all of us. As we grow, our body demands more care to keep it healthy and fit but our good diet and exercise always enough. We might often need to supplement our bodies with proper nutritional add-ons to help keep our energy up and make healthy aging a reality. However, can we trust the supplements sold with the correct information on what to take? Vitality Pro has followed the latest in longevity science to produce a range of premium quality nutritional supplements focused on improving cellular health, sleep, and energy levels. Made with the purest raw ingredients tested by trusted third-party labs with certificates available to view to provide you with trust and confidence in your supplements. Achieve maximum results. Why not choose Vitality Pro? Visit vitality-pro.com. Use code OPP for a sweet discount and peruse their lineup. We've got Transverance Veritrol, we've got Berberine, we've got Quercetin, we've got Longvita Curcumin, awesome products. Go ahead and go to vitality-pro.com. I think a lot of guys especially don't, you know, especially younger guys, you know, I'm sort of the elder millennial uh, at 39 and, and some of the guys that I work with in coaching, it's a major, major issue for them. Like I it starts it starts with, you know, some hot chick on Instagram and that just immediately triggers them to like, you know, go take care of business. And so so many people are working from home. It's like this, it's, it's this pathology becomes this obsession and it depletes their dopamine. It makes relationships harder. It it makes their sexual performance suffer. And some of the things that I suggest guys do is to just like, just save it. Like, save it up for your partner, like hold on and wait. Just if you can hold out and that desire grows over three days or four days, like save it for her. It's going to be better. You're going to have a better relationship as well as a sexual relationship with whoever you're with. And yeah, I, I, it's just, I, I see it as it's such a big deal. It's such a big deal for so many young guys. I know it's really tricky. I hear about it all the time. Um, yeah. I recommend something called the Flying Eagle Method. It's um, given away for free, and it's um, it's actually a it works on the same principle as quitting smoking because it's an addiction. And um, a guy named C. Smith writes it, and um, he did a beautiful job with it. And it's just available and out there. You can Google it. Um, the other thing that I think is really something that people don't talk about: we almost have this like cultural shame and aversion to semen. Um, and yet Dr. Lindsay Berkson wrote a book called Sexy Brain. She's also a good friend of mine. She wrote a wonderful book called Sexy Brain. And one of the things she talked about was all of the benefits of semen for women. Hmm. You know, a lot of women are like afraid of cum. That's why in pornography, there's so much coming on faces and coming on boobs. And cause it's like, men don't feel like their ejaculate is, is, is important or cared about. And it's like a part of them that's like dirty or something mm-hmm. because uh, we teach abstinence and fear-based and, you know, all this kind of the sexuality. And we are very symbiotic beings, the masculine feminine. And if you're in a same sex relationship that you still get 90% of the benefits of, of great sex with your partner and the oxytocin and the, all of the wonderful hormone and neurotransmitter releases that you have and the nervous system reboots and everything. But there is definitely something synergistic about the masculine feminine pair bond where 
when he ejaculates inside her vaginal mucosa, that's a spongy tissue. And there's over 20 things, 20 components in semen that are very, very healthy for women. We get zinc for cognitive function. We get serotonin for mood uplifting. We get luteinizing hormone that helps keep our menstrual cycles regular. And even after menstruation keeps our hormones regular. We get uh, testosterone from you. I mean, that, that makes us hornier and want more sex. It gives us balls. It gives us confidence. It makes us worry about things less. There's so many good things in it that when women ask me, what kind of contraception should I use? I recommend either a non-medicated IUD or I recommend the fertility awareness method using an app and a device so that you use your basal temperature every morning and it pre it's predictive of when you'll ovulate mm. and you can use condoms or abstain from intercourse or use the semen in a different way during that time so that you don't conceive. You don't have to be on any kind of hormones that are medicating you because so many women are having problems with birth control pills now and um then you have the benefits when you can't on the during the time of your cycle when you you can't conceive to have all the benefits of his semen hmm. and then he feels appreciated and respected and not reviled for having ejaculations hmm. um it's just another thing that really brings you very close together when you look at it as all of the benefits of lovemaking that come from it. Hmm. That's really interesting. I've never, I've never really heard that before. You know, I'm thinking back to an interview I had with John Gray, the man yeah, from Mars, winner from Venus. Pie. Yeah. And he talked about, um, you know, a practice for the fellows, which is to, um, you know, take your time, masturbating and then eventually ejaculate onto your stomach and then rub your semen into your stomach because it reabsorbs through the skin. And it's like, you're just getting those elements back. You're just giving back to yourself. And I thought, Whoa, I've never thought of that before. <laughs> and and I want to, I want to make another point and, and sort of cross check it with you. You know, what, what he asserted was that the over ejaculation and he even went as far as to say like more than once a week is a depletion of important minerals and he's like we are we are ejaculating too much and he, he obviously he clarified he's like that doesn't mean that you should have sex once a week that just means that you should be ejaculating once a week and i wonder about what your thoughts are on that because you've thrown out three you know obviously men maybe not obviously for some people but you know, guys have the urge. A lot of guys have the urge every single day to yeah, masturbate and ejaculate. Right. That's totally normal. So then how do you, how do how does, how does that assertion sit with you that, that once a week for ejaculation for men is like kind of the, the best spot? Well, you know, Montauk Chia is really the progenitor of all of this, you know, kind of Taoist semen retention strategies. And there are many good things. Um, I'd love to leave you with um, a Taoist practice that I brought into the 21st century called Thrust in Time, which I think is a really, really good intercourse technique. I've been writing a lot about how to have intercourse because most people are doing it at a very, very fundamental level. They're not, they're not taking advantage of the potential of the majesty of intercourse. But um, semen retention is really a very individual experience and it changes throughout your life 
what you what's right for you in your 20s is not the same as your 30s is not the same as your 40s etc etc and everyone in sexuality is on a big bell curve some men it, it's very depleting for them they actually get depressed some of them cry after they ejaculate other men feel the need to ejaculate on a daily basis there are research um research studies that talk about how men who ejaculate reasonably frequently have lower incidence of prostatitis and prostate cancers and prostate issues and benign his benign hyplasic oh god i always hyplasic prostate bph right that's another thing that happens to guys and um the you really have to feel your way to what is right for you mm. are you hitting you know, you're looking for your optimized life. Are you hitting a balance where you don't feel depleted and you also feel like you have a lot of good chi? That's the Taoist piece of it is the chi. There's a chi breath. There's chi ret retention of your chi. There are a lot of men who have low libido and they're like, how can I have more chi? Not the opposite, which is I got to blast this stuff out because I'm constantly on edge and, you know, I got I got too much cum in me. You know, right? And so it's really an individual, an individual decision that that changes over time with maturing and mm. aging. And the precursor to that is self-awareness and knowing your body, right? Yeah. Like interoception. And and that takes that's a good you know, word. Right. We're so distracted that we don't really know what's going on with our body. Yeah. You know, our blood glucose, our heart rate, our respiration. You know, we just yeah. we're just we just have we're just disconnected from our body in so many ways. And so you know, I think for for people who are interested in things that you're saying, like begin a practice of just like turning off your phone, turning off a screen, going for a walk, stretch, sit, meditate, like doing these things that will help you get more in touch with what's going on in your body. Mm -hmm. And then you can open up to some of these practices that, that yeah. will uh, reveal kind of what your, like you said, what your sweet spot is, you know, I think that's, I think that's really great. You know, there's a practice that we also teach in multi-orgasmic lover for men, which is an edging. It, it's a it's 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 a it's based in Taoist philosophy. It's an edging technique that basically um, you learn your point of no return. It helps men with stamina, where you begin to understand and be able to feel your point of no return and back off from it. So when you masturbate, you're masturbating slowly and with intention because so many men become premature ejaculators because they're furtively and quickly masturbating you know they live with their wife they don't want her to know i wish masturbation was more normalized in monogamous relationships where men were more felt more free to masturbate and didn't have to hide it and have it you know be furtive or watch porn in the car on their phone and you know that kind of thing this is what's happening all the time now men are just they're driven to you know secretly masturbate quickly and mm -hmm. then they wonder why they don't have any stamina in the bedroom because they've taught themselves to come so fast and so i think having an edging practice that leads into an expanded orgasm practice that leads into a male multiple orgasm practice that's disconnected from ejaculation so you have this kind of long-term constant comp confidence body-based competence to gas and break your arousal yourself you can get yourself more turned on you can tone it down and that that begins with the practice of edging hmm. 
I'm, I've become aware in this conversation that that this could really easily be a 10 hour podcast because <laughs> you, you're like we haven't even talked about sex all we no. talked about is like I know <laughs> masturbation and, and, well, and, and, and like my best stuff is the sexy stuff Sean. I know I know I know and 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 I think you know for for time and and for I think it's clear that that for people listening now, and I'm going to have a decked out show notes with resources and, and links and stuff to, to, to your work, because this, if this is important to you yeah. or you want to explore this, it does take, it, it takes time and, and it's fun and feels good. So yeah. why wouldn't you, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, we, we need, we need pleasure. We need connection. And yeah. If it's uh if it's important to you, there's 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 some fun and interesting and exploratory work to do. Um, a couple more a couple more questions before we before we round out the episode. I want to I want to sort of cross check another sort of assertion. Um, there I did a podcast episode with a guy named Connor Habib, who's a former gay porn star and modern philosopher and author. He's just a really fascinating person. Uh, he's a, fascinating thinker anyway so he was saying that it's okay to think about errands and chores like sex does not need to be a totally encompassing absolutely immersive life-changing experience every single time And, and he was advocating for a or a more, uh, I don't know if utilitarian is the right word, but a a less connected sort of sexual uh, lifestyle. You know, sex doesn't have to be this this massively powerful thing. It could just be a thing that you do with your partner or with you know with a with a you know a sexual partner that's that's you know non monogamous non monogamous. And he was literally saying like it's okay to think about like TV. It's okay to think about the chores you have to do. It's okay to think about a thousand other things while you're having sex. And, and, and I have a suspicion that maybe you disagree with that. And I wondered your thoughts. (laughs) Really going out on a limb there, Sean. (laughs) I appreciate your thoughtfulness and your questions. Number one, number two, I wanted to finish off a last little thing on the last thing you said. Um, and then I'll come back to, um, what to think about during sex. Sure. Um, I, I, I think that people want to have a good sex life. Generally, people want to do that, but they're not sure what the steps are. And I have written hundreds and hundreds of passionate lovemaking techniques and bedroom communication skills over the last two decades. And what I realized is that people actually want fun experiences, ideas for fun experiences they can have together, even more than they want just techniques. So I recently put together something called the Sex Life Bucket List. I'd love for you to take this yourself sometime. <laughs> it's If you go to sexlifebucketlist.com, you download a PDF. And I have a video that comes with it where I walk you through the PDF if you'd like me to, or you can just do it yourself. And it's 48 different fun things to do in the bedroom. A large number of them can be done solo in self-pleasuring experiences. They do not necessarily require a partner. Not all of them do. And 
it's really fun if you're in a relationship for you to both download the worksheet and do it. And you basically go through it and you do an A, a B, or a C. A is, oh yeah, this is definitely on my bucket list. I totally want to learn how to do that. Or I totally want to have that experience with you. B is, it wouldn't go on my bucket list, but if, if you want to do it, I'll do it with you. And C is, it's not for me right now. Because things that you used to look at and go, why the hell do people do that? Now you're masturbating to them as a fantasy. Mm -hmm. So your tastes change as you age and as you get more masterful in your, in your sexuality as you as you do more things and i think the sex life bucket list is this the answer to the monotony of monog monogamy it's the way you can continue to find the things that interest you now to cultivate your own sexual mastery going forward and it's one of those things that also opens your eyes to shit i don't even know what some of these things are mm. And I've got a lot of links in it. So you can link to things, you know, it's, it, it takes you down rat holes and you learn things you never knew off of the PDF and stuff like that. And so I just want to throw that out there because I don't like to leave people hanging like, yeah, I want to do some fun shit. What should I do? Yeah. Oh, they never talked about what we could do. Well, there you go. Now Perfect. we have. And then going back to what to think about during sex and is it okay to have this kind of transactional experience where you're, you know, mentally checked out and you're just uh, doing the friction piece of it. You're just rubbing genitals and getting off and thinking about what you want to think and they're thinking about what they want to think. Um, doesn't surprise me he used to be a porn star because that's all acting. It is not my brand, baby. And you know it's not because you were just, you're just baiting me, Sean. Uh, my brand is... I'm completely in love with you. I feel so beautiful with you. You feel so sexy with me. I'm in love with you. You're in love with me. We're having this incredible intimate time. We're co-creating tons of pleasure. It's this ease and flow. We're doing all kinds of different positions and techniques and um, we're laughing and we're giggling and we're having water breaks and we're adding more lube and we're, you know, the music is good and the lighting is nice and there's beautiful airflow and we're just lying in each other's arms at the end going over the 27 super fun things we did and what our highlights were and we feel so close and connected and completely satisfied and the orgasms were incredible and not once did I think about my grocery list. Not once. I'm completely rebooted. I'm pulsing with oxytocin. I feel grounded to the earth. I feel connected to source. I feel connected to you, in love with you, appreciative of you. I feel in gratitude for having this magnificent, random looking body that works so beautifully and well and fits so perfectly with yours. Mm. That's the kind of sex that I like. So before I ask the last question, which is a fill in the blank question, okay. um, specifically designed to catch people off guard, mm. um, where can people find you? We've got uh, joylux.com slash Susan. We've got sexlifebucketlist.com. Where, where else should we send people to, to learn more about you? Yeah, um, I think that my main website, if you're if you're curious about a lot of things and you're interested in 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 my writing, that's personallifemedia.com. 
I also have a video website with hundreds of videos on everything from how to give a yoni massage, which I highly recommend, Sean. <laughs> uh, how to give a yoni massage and a lingam massage, which is the word for penis. Yoni is the word for vulva. Um, to how to make love to a man, how to make love to a woman, how to ravish him, how to ravish her. All about PRP, penis enlargement, uh, gains weight, everything's on there. I do tons of videos, so that's at betterlover.com. I'm on Instagram, but they throttle the shit out of me, as you yeah, can I imagine. Bet. I cannot be personally self-expressed there. Yeah. So that's more like just like, what's Susan Bratton up to? Which people seem to enjoy because I live hella life. So that's my name, at Susan Bratton. And I recently started in OnlyFans because it is an uncensored site for me to be able to you know what I've been doing? I've been writing. I, I have this thing I call mailbag. I have, I have a very big following. I'm, very, I'm really very blessed that people just rely on my advice. And so they send me emails. And um, just uh, in the last two days, I've answered them and I've started answering them on OnlyFans. And I also post sexy boudoir pics of myself there because at 61, I want to make sure that people understand that a 61-year-old woman can be a healthy, vibrant, gorgeous, sexy creature, and that there's no reason I won't be still posting at 71 <laughs> on there, right? Women are beautiful at all ages, and 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 men are. And, and if we keep ourselves healthy, we should be able to be sexually self-expressed throughout mm -hmm. our entire life experience. And I stand for that. And I stand for all people to do that. But just this week, I one guy wrote to me, he had these crazy, weird spots on his testicles. And uh, it turns out it was quite interesting why and what he plans to do about it. Another woman wrote to me that she has a secret lesbian love relationship that her boyfriend doesn't know about. And she is using the jacuzzi tub in, in her girlfriend's apartment and having orgasms with it. But she wanted to know if putting a yoni egg up inside her vagina would improve her orgasms. And I was like, oh, no, but here's what you can do. Mm -hmm. And my answer was super sexy. Um, another guy wrote to me and he said, my whole life, we've been extremely conservative Christians. And we just had our first foursome. And I have you to thank because you gave us the confidence and confidence and skills to know that it was a perfectly natural thing to do and here's what we did mm -hmm. and I mean these are just a couple of the ones from like the last 24 hours and so I'm really enjoying finally being able to share these things in a in a social space with people and it's a free membership I don't charge for it I just I just like to show people their sexual potential and so those are some places you can find me so here's the here's the last question, which is a, this. By the way, this is um, a, you know a slight deviation from from the typical episode that I do. You know, this is performance and biohacking and health and personal development. But uh, I mean, obviously, you're a wealth of knowledge. You've got high energy. You've you know your stuff, and I've just really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you. Yeah. So this is the fill in the blank question, and this can be based on anything. It doesn't you know it can be relevant to whatever you, whatever it calls to you, and you can elaborate as much or as little as you wish, please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing. Mm. That there's always more to your sexuality. I always joke that sex, if sex were a brand, sex's tagline would be, and there's always more sex. There's always something more.
like that. That's sex. And that sex, because it's so healthy and good for you and nurturing and rebooting of your nervous system. And it's, it's just, it floods you with feel good chemicals and um, connects you to source and connects you to self and connects you to other. It's, it's like other than good food, nature, and the love of friends, family, country, and earth, sex is right there. It's in the top five of, of the best things in life. And we've been so shamed and traumatized and repressed and shut down and held in ignorance about our sexuality. Because it's so empowering. Must not let the proles have the, the plebes have the sex, you know? <laughs> they could have some fun and be happy, right? You gotta hold them down under the thumb. So lift the thumb. No one knows what you do in your private life behind closed doors. Enjoy yourself, take your pleasure, and grow your skills, because sex, there's always more. Susan, thank you for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thank you, Sean.